0: Welcome to another episode of the Intersection Podcast coming to you from the Sheller College of Business at Georgia Tech. I'm your host Leo Haig, I'm a first year MBA student here at Scheller and today i'm lucky to be joined by our Karen mba women in business club president namu kumar who is a second year full-time mba student and also her predecessor as with president amanda Grupp, who is a 2021 georgia tech mba grad now working in corporate strategy at ibm so Amanda, first of all, welcome back to Georgia Tech. It's great to have you here. And th- today we'll be chatting about the role of the Women in Business Club in promoting opportunities for our MBA students at Georgia Tech. We will also be discussing Georgia Tech's wider Venture Labs program and their female founder series in particular, both of which Namu and Amanda work closely with during their time at Georgia Tech. But before we get into that, Amanda and Namu, I'll let you both introduce yourselves and say a little bit about your journey to Sheller and what you're up to now.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Leo, for having us. I am a second year full-time MBA student at Scheller. Uh, Before my MBA, I used to work in operations for Duncan, but my background actually is in law. So that's a long story. Uh, Long story short, I came to Scheller um, thinking, you know, I I really liked operations. I want to go back. But every week, you know, you learn something new and you think, oh, that's cool and that's cool. So I'm going to be going into strategy at Bank of America after graduation and the last two years have flown by. I'm excited.
2: Yeah. It's great to be here, Leo. Thank you for having me back. It's fun to walk the halls of Scheller again. My background is I did undergrad in anthropology and then after that I started doing graphic design and photography work and paired the two passions to do marketing. And that's when I realized that I love the strategic element and I wanted to come get my MBA from Scheller. I was able to intern at Nike as a di- digital product manager, and then after that, I realized that I love working on different projects, and so I'm currently an IBM tech strategy consultant.
0: Brilliant. Well, as I said, welcome back. It must feel like it yeah. was only yesterday you were in grad commons and, and getting to class at Sheller.
2: I know. I love seeing everyone here now.
0: Well, it's great to have you back. and. As I said, since we have the two most recent leaders at the Scheller Women in Business Club, as a proud member of WIB myself, um, I thought it would be a natural place for us to kick off our discussion by talking about the club and, and its role at Georgia Tech. And, you know, from my perspective, I think it's definitely one of the most highly regarded clubs in our MBA programme. I think it's really true to say it has a significant membership, you know, from both women and men in the programme. And it's certainly a club that stood out to me as bringing in some of the most interesting and and thoughtful and inspiring speakers of any of our student-run clubs. And that is a a hotly contested field as well. And so it's certainly a highlight of the programme here at Sheller. And Namu, as the current president of the club, I just wondered if you could kick us off by providing a bit of background about what the club does for those participating in the MBA at Georgia Tech and and what the goals of of the Women in Business Club is?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm proud to say that the Women in Business Club has grown year on year. Uh, I think this year we're up 30% in members. And so basically it's a chance for both work-related, you know, business-related things like the speakers that you mentioned or learning from different panels that we might host, but also a chance to do social fun, sort of more networking type of events for students to get involved in and maybe like meet sections of the class or sections of the class above them that they may not share classes with or organically meet, you know, um, in shellers. So it's a chance for you to get to know other people, typically in smaller, more intimate settings, depending on the types of events that we have. And we try to do about like two or three a month, I would say, which is a lot to plan, but I'm happy to say that it's been going really well.
0: Yeah, it certainly has. And from your time this year as leading the club as well, has there been a, a speaker or, or an event that's kind of really stood out to you as something that you think that was something a bit different or, you know, was offering something, you know, really of value to the, to the club members?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. If you remember, we did one called What Is Your Story? last semester, which was basically like this living graphic art exhibit almost, where we displayed sort of stories written by our own classmates it was anonymous and they kind of shared a secret that they carry around something that you're living with and to read the kind of things that people are holding within them and these are people you walk past in the corridor you sit next to in a classroom you know that was really valuable to see and feel like okay I'm not alone I'm not the only person who feels this way and then to create that sort of feedback loop so they can see that they're not alone as well so that was one that I think really pulled at a lot of people's heartstrings uh, including mine
0: I mean i would certainly agree because i was away on an interview in dallas then and i was really disappointed to miss it but as soon as i i was there all day and as soon as i came out at 5pm kind of scrolling through my phone and all the kind of instagram of my classmates from first and second year was about the event that you could see like the real turnout that it got and you know, I thought what was great was that you kept that installation up there for, for several days afterwards so people who couldn't make it could go and, and look through it. And there was some really kind of like powerful stuff there that I think resonated. You know, different parts of it definitely resonated with everyone in the class and yeah, I think that sharing definitely helps. And particularly doing it in first semester I think makes a lot of sense as well. I can see Amanda and Nami nodding, yeah, casting your mind back to the first kind of core semester in the NBA program. It can be a lot and it, and it can be tough and having that opportunity to support each other, but in a really kind of yeah, open but also very, very safe way, I think is something that everyone who was part of the club really did appreciate. And Dami, kind of reflecting on your own experiences as well as taking part in the club and, and now leading it, how have you used that club to help you navigate the challenges of balancing school and then having an internship and, and then going on to a job search?
1: Mm, I think with WIB especially, it's it's a passion, you know, it's an interest and it's a way for me to give back to the school. So that's kind of my um, like personal motivation, I guess, to get involved and to continue to be involved. It's it's not always a, a well balanced situation in loss uh, in uh, business school. I think that uh, I really lean on my team a lot, so it's really important to have you know a great leadership team you can you can lean on. And I think I learned that from you, Amanda, actually. So I think our, the team that you led was great too. So I think the things that it's taught me though is I mean probably things like general leadership skills, of course. Like the pe- people on my leadership team are my friends, are my classmates. They're also just as busy as I am. So respecting people's time and how much effort and energy they're able to give, even when they don't necessarily say it, being able to gauge that. Also being able to gauge where the school, like the class is at, right? Like sometimes you need a fun event. Sometimes you need one where you're like, "Mm, we've had a lot of fun, let's think for a minute, you know? So trying to balance um, both of those needs, I think, is something that I've tried to just have a pulse on a little bit better through the year.
0: Yeah, I think you've you've got it spot on as well. I'd say it's certainly one of, if not the most active club at Scheller. You know, there's lots of events going on, but as you said, excellent variety and always kind of really well-timed and well-paced. I think definitely the right events at the right moment is, is how is how I would describe it. And Nami, mean, you obviously mentioned there that Amanda, you laid a lot of the foundations for that and helped grow the club as well. Um, having had stewardship of it through your second year in the program. So um, I wanted to get your thoughts kind of looking back. Um, I know it's something that you were particularly proud of, of running at your time at Sheller, and you left a fantastic legacy. So I wondered kind of, you know, what were the standout moments for you where where you really thought that the club was making an impact on the the people around you in the program?
2: Yeah, I, like NAMU, was able to inherit women in business club in a really good spot where... People were passionate about it, looking forward to making it better, and then that gave me the opportunity and space to think about how do I want to make this better. I was also a first year rep, so I was working with the outgoing leadership, and one thing I noticed was that they brought in a lot of speakers, but weren't necessarily always utilizing the speakers that we have, like Namu said, and sharing our stories. There's so much amongst us that's really powerful, and so it was exciting when I came on with the new leadership, we very much divided responsibilities and we're all equal. And so everyone had their part to play and Christine Scott was able to coordinate women in male dominated fields panel. And that was all women from our class sharing their experience of working in these male dominated fields. And the big takeaway for that was it created this safe space for women to share their experience and be like, oh my goodness, that happened to me too. Like here's how I handled that. Here's how I handled that. And everyone could connect and also think of how they might handle it if it happens in the future and know that they're not alone and there's different options. And also it brought on a lot of allies, which was cool because I think sometimes you hear about these things, but you don't really notice or see it happening. And so for men in our program to be able to see people that they already know and trust and respect talk about these experience. I had a lot of people come up to me and say, "Whoa, that changed my perspective of what women in our class are experiencing and I want to be a part of this. How can I engage?"
0: Yeah, no, I would definitely agree cuz I think a lot of kind of clubs can do things very traditionally where it's it's about learning and, and networking but it's very alumni focused or we'll get the people back here that were here three years ago but there's not that space to leverage on, yeah, people's experiences and truly learn from that and, and understand each other better and sometimes you do need a bit of structure around that to, to give people the confidence to talk about that but also for people to to make time and listen to it so i think absolutely that's made a huge huge impact on your year and your class, but that's something yeah. that, that NAMU has, has done a brilliant job of, of continuing. And Amanda now is someone who has, sadly for us, moved on from Shell, mm-hmm. but is doing a brilliant brilliant job at IBM. Um, I wonder, is there, are there still kind of people that you speak to from a networking perspective who you're involved in the club or, or things that you kind of lean on and, and leverage in your day-to-day now that you're back out there in the in the real world with a very full-on and, and demanding job?
2: Absolutely. As we can tell, I'll never actually be fully gone from Scheller. (laughs) I'll take any opportunity to be back. And I mean, I leverage my network while I was here, and also, I think it shows, so at IBM, I was partially recruited by Nona, who was the women in business president before me, and then Evan, who is also on the leadership team, and so I'm still working with Scheller women and business people there, um, and they are such a support network for me. We talk every single day on Slack, and whenever any of us have an issue, we're able to brainstorm together and definitely provide mentorship for. for each other. And then being able to stay in touch with NAMU and other women at Scheller, anyone who reaches out about what they want for their careers or challenges they're facing, I'm always happy to chat. So very much still in the network.
0: Good. I NAMU, mean, the club lives on well and, and, and strong. Yes. But uh, for, for when your second year, um, unfortunately, for us at least, comes to an end, um, but I just wanted to ask you as well, Nami, with a couple of months ago in the in the, in the semester, what's coming up with the the women in business club and, and what you're looking forward to?
1: Well, we have not announced it yet, but we will be having elections soon to see you know who's going to be on the next leadership board. So I'm really excited about that. I you know you guys are a great class, and we I don't think we, anyone can go wrong. you know, I'm excited to see uh, who takes over and you know help them through that I know that I mean I think I reached out to all of you guys when I first took over with all sorts of questions so always around to do that kind of thing as well coming up we do have I think we're gonna have like one really good farewell event at the end of the year and then we're gonna do an alumni social so Amanda will be back yet yes. again and uh I don't know I don't want to give away too much so good. stay tuned exactly you've got a
0: <laughs> exactly a, a good teaser of things there to come but I know there'll be plenty more as well but yes you you both have left a a really fantastic legacy for our year to now live up to and step into those shoes. So I will be voting in the elections. i have to see which candidates come forward, but I know that there's, there's two or three people who I think are, would be really keen to do it and I think would be brilliant leaders as well. So as you say, w- watch this space. But as we mentioned earlier, obviously not only were you both, we're presidents. You both played instrumental roles in the success of Georgia Tech's female founders program, which sits within the Venture Lab initiative here at Tech. And as a quick bit of background, Venture Labs was founded by Georgia Tech in 2001, and which was there really to help collaboration between faculty and students to create startups based on tech research. The initiative has been hugely successful since it launched, and literally hundreds of startups who have combined raised billions of dollars worth of investment in the time that it's been running. So obviously, it's a fantastic resource for anyone with a business idea or some novel research within the university. But I wanted to focus today on the female founders program specifically, and and Naomi is someone who. He was working so closely with the program at the moment, I thought you would probably be better place than me to give it a bit of background on what the program in, entails and the kind of activities that p- take place within that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the Female Founders Program is essentially um, actually something that Amanda could probably speak to really well since she was part of that founding team. But essentially what it is, is a four week program for any female entrepreneurs within the Georgia Tech ecosystem or otherwise to kind of come and explore the idea of, OK, I have this sort of concept. What do I do next? How do I start? How do I make this into a business? And it's led by an all-female team that basically teaches them customer discovery, business model canvas. How should you be thinking about this idea? Are the hypotheses that you have about your idea really true or not? And then how do you adjust your business idea accordingly? So it takes them through this pretty rigorous I would say four-week course and they typically have a couple guest speakers female founders come on and talk as well through the program so it's pretty valuable if you have a business idea don't really know where to start don't really know where to go it's a great place to kind of start thinking about how to go about all of that
0: and if you are a current or aspiring um, female entrepreneur how, how do you get involved in the program
1: so there's two cohorts that they do. They do one in the spring and one in the fall every year. The next one's actually coming up. It's going to be in April, and the sign-up will be open in the next two weeks. So it's just a Google Form application. It'll be on the website, on the iCourse South website, and then you go from there.
0: And um, Amanda, as Nami mentioned, you were right there, instrumental at the start and setting up the program. So if you cast your mind back to that time, what stood out for you of setting up in that process and, and taking it from its foundation to, to something now that's really living and breathing
2: yeah i was really lucky to work with such an amazing team of women at venture lab to help create the program and i did a lot of the research to kind of figure out what are the needs out there you know we have to use our own methodology so doing the customer discovery and just recognizing that women in general didn't feel like they had a good network of other entrepreneurs. There were a lot of women like we had a speaker from gaming and so there's not a ton of women in gaming and they didn't feel like they had people to bounce ideas off of or fully know how to grow. And then you also look at the studies that show women are a lot less likely to get funding than men and so there's a huge issue there. And so just recognizing that there's that huge need for it and then bringing it back home to Georgia Tech. And I know Melissa have who helped found the program said she teaches here at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has a ton of entrepreneurs, but you don't see that reflected in the classroom as far as female entrepreneurs. So making sure that there's a space where they can come together and find that community and that network to help each other grow because it's not just about one person here and one person there. It's really about everyone coming together to lift each other up.
0: And I'm sure that you've both no doubt worked with and, and met some really inspirational female entrepreneurs like, in your time kind of working with female founders. So I wondered if there's a speaker who's come along or someone that you've got to work directly with that really um, stands out to you from your time working on female founders.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There were so many both within the program who were coming up with technology that can literally change the world. Um, Technology to identify impaired or drunk driving or handling machinery, which would affect all of us. And then also the speakers, some that really stand out is Rebecca Dixon, yeah, who did have Game Hers and just what an inspiration as a mom and in gaming and really tapping into i mean i'm in awe as a business person first and foremost because what a huge market that people hadn't tapped into and so she was able to grow that and then also just seeing her take on this male-dominated industry and it was really sad to see some of the comments and the backlash that she got but really inspiring to see how she moved forward and is creating this safe space for other female gamers but man, there are so many. <laughs> I just want to start listing everyone and I'm like, we don't have time for
0: it. I imagine there are like so, so many that you've yeah. managed to work with and sure that's been something that's been really valuable to you as well. So you kind of mm-hmm. go on in your career and you can take inspiration um, as you as you get on. And Nami is there anyone who's stood out to you in over the last year?
1: I'm actually going to, not answer that question but come back at you with a shameless pitch for our next one. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so typically... We have a speaker come every month, right? And we call it Female Founder Speaker Series. And um, this is something that's open to the public. So anyone can join. Um, if you follow Venture Lab on LinkedIn, that's where we typically will post a link to the registration and you'll see a poster with who's coming and the date and the time and all that. We have revamped it this year. So it's only a really quick 30 minutes. It's just a sort of like a presentation mode. You know, you're not heard or seen or anything. You can just do that while you multitask, you know, go about your day but learn something really cool. So definitely recommend following Venture Lab on LinkedIn and then keeping an eye out for our next speaker coming up next month.
0: And I'm sure if you are properly following along on the LinkedIn as well, there'll be many, many more after as well. So definitely plenty to look forward to there. And looking beyond even female founders and, and Shella and women in business, one thing that I know I always mention when I talk about Shella, whether that's here or with friends or with families, how connected the school is, not only with alumni and the wider Georgia Tech community, but I think it's really true to say that it is an outward-looking institution here at, at and an, an outward-looking business school that does really try to make a difference in the communities that we, that we operate in. There's women who are both very passionate about entrepreneurship and also about inspiring other women to take the leap and become entrepreneurs, I wondered whether you wanted to mention some of the activities that you're involved in away from the program and how you're encouraging other women who are interested in entrepreneurship to take that leap.
1: Yeah, I think outside of Sheller there's still a massive Georgia Tech, like you said, ecosystem as well. And I think that the female founders really opened my eyes to the disparity in the number of women. And, you know, of course, we're an engineering school. That itself is male-dominated. All that is true. But I think it sort of went beyond just women for me. Um, one of the things that I've been working on this year with the Venture Lab has been looking at the extended sort of diversity in the startup ecosystem in Atlanta. And you'd be shocked by those numbers too. So um, trying to understand why is it that those numbers reflect, the, you know, what they are in a diverse city like Atlanta in the first place and then trying to understand what can we do as Scheller MBA students, as a Venture Lab GRA, what can we do to change something within the Georgia Tech Ecosystem to kind of help make a difference or fill that gap. So, I think, I mean, it it went beyond women for me this year. So, I think one really cool thing I'd like to highlight and give a little shout out to is a group actually, it's an undergrad student group called The Black Market. And they're a group of students across um, different degrees who came together because they needed or they wanted um, sort of a different space to understand entrepreneurship and how to go about it because they're not business school. So, this is a foreign concept to them. They're like computer science kids and they want to learn how to start a business. And they don't really, unless you take a class in Scheller you're not going to learn that so they started their own club and it's really cool and uh, so I've been trying to help them sort of get connected to mentors in Atlanta so the mentors who you know are probably like entrepreneurs or executives at companies in Atlanta and then also connect them to like Venture Lab and to Scheller MBA students who could help as well so that's kind of been my personal passion project.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. I think that highlights a really important point where it all has to be intersectional, right? It's helping women, it's helping any underrepresented minority. I and mean, that's something when I was here, and even now I think a lot about it, but when I was here I was working with Banksy on a project to help connect Georgia Tech MBA students to local elementary schools because it really starts at a younger age. It's building that pipeline from you know third graders and second graders and letting them see what opportunities are out there like business can be fun, you can build an app for Nike, that's pretty rad. Mm -hmm. Um, And so building that pipeline and those connections so that students can get excited about it and use us as a resource um, and really have the demographic of business in Atlanta represent the demographic of Atlanta. Um, And recently, Namu and I had the opportunity to be judges for an elementary school, Shark Tank, which was super fun. And there were a lot of really fun female entrepreneurs there and just a bunch of cool students. So being able to be a part of things like that. And then even now, I love a good side project. So I'm working with a nonprofit in the film industry to help get students connected to real world experience in film. And we're also producing our own. And so making sure that it's a well-balanced group of people and being a mentor for all of the women in it so that one day they can have their own production company.
0: Uh, Nami was uh, telling me just before we got started about the Shark Tank (laughs) experience, and it sounds like some of the uh, younger kids are pretty well polished. They could actually probably do quite a good job at a Georgia Tech show, NBA MBA interview. Oh yeah, they're ready. I know that's the thing, they they probably look at things nice and simply like, here's a problem, here's what I do to solve it. And then,
1: But that's really what it is, right? That is at yeah. the very core, of the skill that we're all trying to build.
0: And they, they've, they've already got it nailed down, so mm-hmm. we, should, we should probably get them in and they can uh, <laughs> present yeah. to us, might learn a, learn a thing or two from them. But I know that you're both so engaged still with mentoring others, you know, whether that's formally or informally. So before we wa- wrap up, I just wanted to get your thoughts on any resources you recommend when you have people coming to you looking for career advice or expanding their network or dipping their toes in creating a starter, whatever that might be and yeah if there's any things that you go towards that you'd like to share I think that'd be really interesting to hear
1: okay well you know when you take the Clifton strengths like strength finder oh yeah (laughs) my top skill was the arranger which is essentially understanding what your top skill is and what your top skill is and how do these two pieces of the puzzle fit right so that's something that I like to do um, which is probably why I enjoyed working in operations at Duncan so much but essentially it's understanding um, what are you going to be really good at and the things that maybe you're not and you're struggling with that that's the challenge who else is really good at that in my network that I can connect you with so I think I would always answer a phone call it's it's not a big deal to you know put 30 minutes on anyone's calendar I don't think and I think the best thing about Scheller is everyone's happy to do that no one ever is going to say no so I think for me it's just tapping into okay how can I help you fix this problem who can I connect you with if I'm not the person to do that Um, so it's usually it's it's typically a connection but if not I also recommend sort of reading I, I think that reading books and articles and things like that can keep you on top of so much that's going on out there i know amanda's like queen she's got the best like reading list uh, and she's recommended a bunch of books i'll let her name them Grandma Gatewood's Walk.
2: (laughs) Uh, Grandma Gatewood's Walk was my favorite book of 2021. Mm -hmm. I was also hiking a lot of the Appalachian Trail at the time. Um, And the book is about the first woman who ever hiked the AT. But I was just sitting here thinking how hard it is to go after NAMU. I'm like, man, what a thoughtful answer. Because I was going to give a shameless plug for Georgia Tech. I'm like, I would tell them to come get an MBA. I'm trying to convince my barista of this. We talk about it every morning when I get my coffee. And I think that like she's getting close. Um... And beyond that, just like there is such a huge network, I think in any city you're in, but especially Atlanta, women in technology, what Georgia Tech does have a close relationship with and will send women to their brunch for free. Um, and also not just like limiting it to women only events. It's important yeah. to see the whole ecosystem out there. I go to product events and you know, there are so many allies and it's also important for us to be out there and seen as experts and speak at as many events as you can. And that representation matters so having community in all spaces um and then other obviously I'm always happy for a call to anyone at Scheller I'm sure is and I found even at IBM like I can pick up the phone and call anyone for advice or just like what do you think about this what do you think my skills are and where should I go and then always reading. Always reading books. There's a really good one called Invisible Women, which is highly impactful. I have had several friends, both men and women, read it and be like, oh, my God, that blew my mind. Yeah. And it's all about the data behind these discrepancies and like how the world is built with men as seen as like the normal and then women as abnormal from everything from like literally shoveling the sidewalk and those patterns to seatbelts and safety. So it's super interesting just reading articles, always, you know, being your best self and working hard and having quality work and just building a network of people you trust and support you.
0: Well, I can confirm from my own experiences that that's absolutely true as well about you both being extremely helpful and open to people reaching out. Nami, mean, you know, you were a great support to me before I joined Georgia Tech, having been in the year ahead of me. I remember that we spoke and connected before that, and that was super helpful on, on my journey transitioning getting here at a time where it was a little bit difficult with COVID and so that was much appreciate, appreciated Amanda you've been hugely helpful to me as well as I've been navigating the challenges of first year and uh, applying for different roles so I think that's absolutely true and it's a, a legacy that I'm sure people will be carrying forward as well and, and following in your footsteps but thank you both so much for, for giving up time to do this today Nami, mean, I know you've got plenty on with leading various different clubs and, and female founders and the small matter of finals not being too far away around the corner as well so thank you for giving a time and Amanda as well. I'm sure things are pretty busy over at IBM so thank you for, for coming by and no doubt we'll be seeing you at uh, our alumni socials and others and soon but it's been really interesting for me to hear more about the work of female founders in particular because I think that's a, a brilliant initiative and something that you had such an important role in setting up Amanda and, and now, we're now taking it to even greater heights so we look forward to seeing how that continues to grow and, and develop over the, the weeks and months ahead. For now Amanda thank you very much for dropping by and, and thank you again. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>